This is Betsy Jensen, and you are listening to Unstoppable Body and Mind, episode 85, Training Wheels. In this podcast, we learn to upgrade our brain and understand the power of our thoughts to heal and to create the results we want in our life. Become the person in control of your healing and make peace with your life. Become unstoppable, body and mind. Hello, my loves. Today, I want to talk to you about a concept that I call training wheels, which is basically what you would do when you are in a higher stress or higher pain situation. And the concept um, I learned about various times of my life applying to different things. I was thinking about when I worked as a physical therapist with children and had a training about child development, and they talked about uh, red, yellow, and green, like a traffic light. And when kids were in a red zone where they were very angry, they were heated, they were basically not logical, we would approach them differently than when they were in a yellow or a green zone where we might be able to interact with them through words or through reasoning. When they're in the red zone, they're not going to respond to logic and reason. And our brains behave in almost exactly the same way. I've been doing some continuing education courses on trauma, and as people are in hyper arousal, when their nervous system is activated, we call that the fight or flight or sympathetic nervous system, they will respond differently, they'll act differently than when they're in a more neutral state of their nervous system, when they're more more regulated. When they're in hypo arousal, that's lower than normal stimulation to their nervous system. It's the shutdown. It's the freeze response. So fight, flight, or freeze and fawn, that can be their nervous system being understimulated. And we would use different techniques if the nervous system is under-responsive or over-responsive. And the same goes for when you have chronic pain Think about when your pain is very intense, very severe, you're going to want to treat your symptoms, whether it is pain or whether fatigue or anxiety, you'll want to treat those symptoms differently. You'll want to treat yourself differently. You'll want to have compassion with yourself when you take different actions, when you're in the higher pain, higher stress situations and not judge yourself as much. Sometimes the best thing you can do for yourself will look different depending on the state of your nervous system. When you're in so much pain that you can't think straight, that is not the time that you will expect yourself to do a lot of journaling or to maybe even do meditation. A lot of the advice that you probably were given to get out of chronic pain are things that you can do when your nervous system is a little more regulated, but you might find that a lot of them don't work for you in times of intense pain and symptoms. What a lot of us have a tendency to do, especially people with chronic pain, remember a lot of us are high achievers, perfectionists, people who want to be seen as good in the world, people who want to do well. And so when we get this information about how to start rewiring our brain, how to take care of ourselves, 
things that we can do to heal, then sometimes we actually use all of that against ourselves. So we may have some times, as we do as humans, we're not going to be able to you know, meditate with peace and tranquility all the time. We may react in ways we don't like. We may bottle up our emotions. We may still people please. And the trick is to actually allow for that. It's a little counterintuitive because a lot of times we think we want to change the behaviors we don't like in ourselves. And when we know what to do and how to do better, we should always expect that we do better. But what I'm saying is there are going to be times, maybe you had to work, you know, 20 extra hours this week. And so you're not going to hold yourself to the highest standard that you might when you were, you know, working less, you got more sleep, you were more rested, you didn't have this um, thing that you were worried about. So this concept will give you a lot of flexibility, but also know that our brain probably will have a lot of resistance to this type of thinking because our brain likes to know exactly what to do. It likes to be black and white. And so if you say it's good to meditate every day, it's good to journal every day, there are these certain things you need to do in order to heal, then our brain becomes very black and white about it. And we can ultimately increase our pain increase our suffering. When we're in those high stress situations, we turn back to something that has given us comfort before. Maybe it's something we classify as like buffering, or it's something that is like this bad habit that we've gotten away from. Maybe you just want to binge watch Netflix, or you want to take some medication or buy something or have a drink that might actually calm your nervous system better then if you are putting a lot of pressure on yourself to do somatic tracking and to do this hard work at a time that you're already, your bandwidth is a little bit stretched. So if you think of a child that's wanting to ride a bike, but doesn't quite have the skill and the practice and maybe the balance and uses training wheels in those times when they need a little more support. And although they ultimately want to ride the bike without training wheels, they are able to accept with grace, with pleasure even, that they are able to be up on this bike. They're not judging themselves that they aren't quite where they want to be yet, that they can't ride a bike just with two wheels yet, because that would be so much better. They could ride it so much faster. No, they're just happy with where they are. They don't criticize themselves or call themselves weak. Now, I've been really thinking about this topic a lot for me, although I haven't been dealing with chronic pain. I have had a lot of emotional stress in my life. My mom died unexpectedly a couple of months ago. And so I've been dealing with grief. And of course, as I do like to notice things and analyze things, I noticed how similar the emotion of grief can be to physical pain and chronic pain. That when I would catastrophize, that the grief would feel stronger and that suffering was much worse depending on some of the thoughts that I had. And as I've navigated these last couple of months dealing with grief, I've gotten a lot of coaching on this because I had a lot of judgment of how that was looking for me. 
I was feeling such strong emotions and wanted to buffer and escape more than normal. I wanted to lay in bed a lot, sleep, binge watch Netflix. And for me, something relaxing is using cannabis. And I was using that more. And so I was getting very concerned. I knew that with grief, there were emotions, but it also felt like I wasn't being genuine in dealing with all of the emotions. It should be something that I should work through all of the time. And I just didn't know if it was okay that sometimes I just didn't want to deal with it and process my feelings. I just wanted to escape. And I would judge myself. And all of the coaching that I got was about accepting myself, accepting that I laid in bed all day and didn't want to do thought work and didn't want to do journaling and didn't want to do anything. Accepting that I was using cannabis more than felt good to me and not judging myself for it. And it sounds so contrary. Like if you want to change, you want to do all the right things, right? You want to have this list. You want to check it off. You know how you have to be a better person, what to do. And this work is all about accepting where you are right now with all of your flaws, your imperfections, things that you may want to change about yourself in the future. If you turn to them now in times of high stress, maybe it's a prescription medication that you have a struggle with at times. If you're feeling horrible and you do that thing, you take that medication, you disconnect, then the best thing you can do actually is to have compassion for yourself, to understand that just like a child who's not going to logic and reason when they're having a tantrum, your brain just needed to calm down. It needed something to regulate and you turned to something that you were familiar with. And it doesn't mean that your future will always be this way. It doesn't mean that if you binge watch Netflix for two days in a row, that that's going to be what you do forever. Because what I know for myself and what I've seen with all of my clients is that when you are more regulated, that that will be a better time to work on those goals, to have the motivation and energy to change those things. And if you have been in that high stress and you've been overusing things like medication or food or TV or shopping or gambling, whatever it is that you turn to to comfort yourself in those times of high stress, I promise you that when you get to a more regulated nervous system, you're not going to want to do those things. It doesn't feel good to drink excessively or eat excessively. You start seeing that there are net negative consequences to these things. But with this gentle compassion, what I'm proposing is that overall can get you to that more regulated nervous system so that then you are able to do that work, process the emotions, work on the meditating or journaling or things that are just a little bit out of reach when you're not in your prefrontal cortex, when you're in fight or flight operating from the amygdala. And with my clients, what I generally find is that when they start feeling a little more in control of their body in their life, they start to tune into themselves. They start to really feel what it is that their body wants. 
And our bodies don't want to eat a dozen donuts. Our bodies don't want to excessively drink. It is a coping mechanism and not one that we want to use all of the time, but the counterintuitive part, the path to getting there, the path to ultimately getting rid of the emotional eating that you're doing or the medications that you're taking, the path is through acceptance right now of the times that you already do it. Just like a kid with training wheels, you're not judging yourself. You're not shaming yourself. You're not feeling guilty or embarrassed or less than. You're just trying to move forward. You're doing your best. You're taking the support you need at the time. And the more you're able to do that with grace and love for yourself, the more that ultimately you'll be able to change those habits that are causing more destruction than they are positive results. And I've seen this over and over again with my clients who will just decide to take themselves off medication. Now, a lot of my clients are physicians, and I would always recommend people who are weaning off of medications to consult with their physicians. But I don't ever tell people that they should get off a certain medication I just see it with my clients over and over and over that once they get a little more regulated, once they get a little more confident, once they tune into their body, they actually start to see, nah, you know, I think I could do without that. I think I'd be better without that. I think I'd be stronger. I think I'd have less pain without that. So the path is to tune into yourself, to love yourself, to accept yourself, Just like that child that's tantruming, you're going to have compassion for yourself when you're having a very hard time. Now, if you are looking for a way to apply this into your life, then please join my group coaching information list. I'm going to be starting a new group coaching group coming up soon, and you'll want to be a part. I've seen some amazing results with the people in my current group. And really do believe that as you have this network of other like-minded people, that your results happen so much faster and easier and with more fun than if you're trying to do this alone and apply it on your own. So look for the link in my bio and get on the interest list. And I'll be sure and send you all the information when my next group is coming so that you can get on board and have less pain and more joy in your life. All right, my loves, have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a little bit about your brain today that helps you in your life like it helped me. Please be sure and subscribe and leave a review. And of course, be sure and share this podcast with someone you know that wants an unstoppable body and mind. 